0: If you're somebody who's running a small business, if you're somebody who's running any business, if you're somebody who's interested in how to post on social media, you kind of know that you need to do it, but you haven't found the motivation or the inspiration to actually get traction and get out there and do it. And days and weeks and months go past and you might get on and consume and read and post and like and you know read and comment and like, but not actually produce your own content. In this video, I'm going to be going through talking around the topic of how to actually do it, how to get inspiration to do it, how to kind of make it happen, how to make it a priority. I've got a couple of points that are important to get across here um, to make sure I'm covering the right content, but I'm also going to talk from my experience. Talking business with Kobe Simmet. Hey, my name's Kobe Simmet. I've got my own business. Uh, I see it as being a small business. It's got a, a reasonable sized team now. Um, But I still kind of have that mindset that, you know, it it is, you know, a bunch of small businesses. Um, But in terms of headcount, you know, we're at about 200 people across the group. So, you know, maybe you could call it a large business, but it's still got that feel to it. And so I want to help you. So if, you know, you maybe you're a small construction company or you've got a nail salon, um, you know, maybe you're a cafe, a restaurant. um, Maybe you've got products or services. Maybe you're an accountancy practice. Maybe you're a lawyer maybe you're a business advisor, maybe you're a business broker, you can all produce social media content and I think, or any content for that matter. So let's quickly talk about how we do that. Um, So before I get into it, I want to tell you a story. I was sitting in a seminar in 2018 and I realized that I had this feeling and it was a feeling that I had felt previously. I felt that feeling and don't, you know, don't eat something before you go live on a live stream. Um, in 2005, 2006, I saw what was happening with Google AdWords and I thought, wow, this is going to explode. And the ads that I now purchase for Google AdWords campaigns and advertising campaigns for our businesses, I was buying, I could buy some of those words for like one cent, two cents per click. They're now like $8 per click. So, you know, the, the inflation or the the cost in terms of, um, competitiveness for those words now is quite high. Um, but I had this feeling I knew that was the right thing to do, but I didn't do it. I didn't action it. Anyway, we fast forward to 2018, I was sitting in a seminar and I was like, you know what, we're not doing enough with regards to social media. I feel the same way as I felt about AdWords and I missed the opportunity and I've regretted that ever since. And I was like, you know what, I don't want to feel that regret for social media. I want to feel like I've given it my all. I want to feel like I've done it and I've used it to my advantage. And so... Um, I started to actually go much, much harder on social media. In 2020, when the pandemic started, I was just like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen with business. I don't know if our business is going to die, but I'm going to get on the front foot. And so I made a decision and, and I kind of literally in the moment, In I remember saying it to myself in April 2020, if I was betting, if I was betting on a company that was doing maybe 100 social media and marketing posts a day, or if I was betting on a company that did no marketing and no social media, which one would I place my bet with? Well, of course, you know, in terms of betting that it's going to be a successful business, I'm going to bet on the one that's doing the marketing and doing the ads because, you know, and doing the social media posting because they're the one that's going to figure out how to make it work and they're the one that's going to succeed versus the company that kind of is leaving themselves to complete fate. So if you're not posting... And you know that you kind of need to and you really should be doing something with it, but you're not quite sure and you don't want to look, you know, you don't want to look unprofessional and you, you, maybe you, you're not motivated to do it. I want you to think about this. If you don't do it, you're leaving yourself to fate. You're leaving yourself to, um, you know, forces outside of your control. But if you get on the front foot, you will create attention for your business and you will create demand for your business. And and that is probably the best piece of advice I can give you is that don't leave it up to others. Don't leave it up to fate. Take control. So in 2020, we went, let's do this. We managed to average 100 posts per day across social media platforms, multiple platforms, 100 posts a day for almost all of 2020 to the point that we achieved, and we literally had five days where we were below average, I think, um, 36,000 posts in 2020. So, you know, we had one day, 100 posts, and then two days, 100 posts, and three days, 100 posts. And for most weeks, we were doing 700 posts. I'll talk about how we actually did that shortly and and what was involved in that. Um, So I'm not saying that you should be doing 100 posts a day. What I am saying is that you should be posting because the more you post, the more practice you get and the more data you've got and feedback you've got from your audience, from the market, from the internet to give you feedback on what to improve. And the biggest mistake that I see people making is like, I don't want to post yet because it's not perfect. And they spend a lot of time curating content and they're like, oh, it's got to be perfect and I don't like it and I don't want to put it out there and I'm really nervous about it. And so then we don't put anything out to the internet and essentially, we fail to do it. So you don't get any practice. Because you're using your your own focus group, you're a focus group of one inside your own head. When you create the content and put it out, then the internet and the audience and the people that are going to see your content or want to see your content or need your content, the people that need your content, they're going to be the ones that give you the feedback. And stuff is going to work and stuff is not going to work. And it's a numbers game. So. When I got to the end of the first week, when we had done 700 posts, I'd done more posts than someone who posts twice a day for a year by the end of the first week. So I had a year's worth of experience. In fact, probably two years worth of experience at the end of the first week in terms of what works, what doesn't work, how the platforms operate. And now, two years later, I've got a good sense of what's going to work, what's not going to work and what to do. And we've slowed it right down. Like some platforms now we only post maybe once or twice a day maybe three or four times a day. We certainly don't do 100 times a day across all of the content. We're not producing that amount of content now. We've got a much better read on how the platforms work, particularly reads on what features to focus on and what features to not focus on. So I want you to think about that. I want you to um, let me know if you are watching this video if this is of interest, because I've got it as something that I've achieved. It's something that I've done, um, and I can share with you how you can use it to work and help your business. Uh, and what you, can, what you guys can be doing to, um, to be improving. So let me know in the comments where you are watching from around the world. Uh, and we are live right now on YouTube and we're ri- live right now on LinkedIn. And so uh, you can let me know in the comments. If you're watching this after the recording, still let me know in the comments, say hi. Uh, but it's a good place to ask questions because I do get notifications of all the comments on these videos. And if you've got a specific question, maybe let me know your business, put the web link, your website and your business and i'm more than happy to help you so if you've got a specific question or you need some advice in terms of how to enhance your social media and marketing for your business then uh hit me in the comments with a link i'll have a look at your website and if you've got a specific question i can give you an answer so um hit me up in the comments if you want to reach out to me personally you can send me a direct message on linkedin my handle is at kobe Simat on linkedin so you can send me a a message on linkedin or separately a direct message on Instagram. I do get all the direct messages on both those platforms. Uh, they're, here on, they're here on this iPhone, uh, so they will come to this iPhone. I'll get your direct messages on Instagram or LinkedIn. Okay, I'm gonna go through some notes here that the team's put together because it's important to give some structure to what we're talking about here. And then, uh, then I'll go off on a bit of a rant in terms of things that I've observed at work. Okay, obviously the first thing is to set goals and objectives uh, for the use of social media for your business. Um, And if your goal is to raise brand awareness, what metrics will you use to determine and increase that brand awareness? Likes, comments, shares, views, website visits. Now, we can't help but be aware of human behaviour. Now, in social media land, where we talk about numbers of followers or numbers of likes, we talk about them being vanity metrics. And people say, you know, don't worry about the vanity metrics, just produce the content. The vanity metrics are important because you can go to my Instagram go and have a look at my Instagram and say, hey, I found this random video that I'm watching on LinkedIn or on YouTube. If you go and look at at Kobe Simmon on Instagram and look at the number of followers that I have and then tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I've Right now, I have over 200,000 followers on Instagram. So I must be doing something right. I've figured out something. I've figured out how to get followers. So when I am looking at approaching people or talking to people, they go straight to my Instagram and they go, actually, this, you know, you or someone's got 500 followers. So do we talk to the guy with 500 followers or do we talk to the guy with 200,000 followers? Like, which one do we talk to? So the vanity metrics to a certain extent are important and people do look up to people that have done the work. That's evidence I've done the work. Like, I'm not just saying, I'm not just talking about it. Now, I may well know what I'm talking about, but the fact that I can show you results, so I can show you likes and comments and views and shares, and I can also show you, I can show you if you want to see them, 36,000 posts. I've done the work, I've practiced, and I now know what works. So for you guys, vanity metrics are important, um, and, and it is an evidence. You know, some industries are different. One of our businesses, it doesn't need hundreds of thousands of followers and only needs a couple of hundred followers because it's a boutique business that does really big deals. And there's not that many customers out there that spend money on and invest money on really big deals and do really big deal work. So the vanity metrics for your industry are important. The followers are important. Um, And that is your audience. That is people that are saying, hey, we're really interested in what you've got to say. We're really interested in the inspiration, ideas, content, uh, production that you produce. But we've got to ask the question from from an audience's perspective, is that it's one thing to produce the content. It's the second thing to actually help people with challenges and problems. The internet has become an amazing, helpful tool. YouTube, for example, how to do things. I taught myself to weld steel with a welder on YouTube. And so I was able to go to a YouTube channel. I was able to watch somebody doing it. That's how I learn. And that's my adult learning style is to watch. And then I'll practice and I'll go back and pick up tips and tricks from different videos that I might watch. Uh, maybe I'm learning how to cook something. Maybe, you know, I was teaching my son the other day to cook something in the, in the kitchen. And I said, hey, go watch a couple of YouTube videos and then see if you can figure out how to do it from the videos. And he was successful in doing that. Uh, I walked into his bedroom the other day and he was playing his little keyboard. He was following a YouTube video with someone playing a keyboard and playing a tune on a piano. And he was able to copy that on his keyboard. So the internet has become an incredible tool to teach people how to do things. Some people might say, "Hey, I really, I'm really enjoying knowing how to do something, um, but I don't necessarily want to do it myself." And that's where you come in with your business, because you might sell a product or a service that helps people achieve their goal in life. And think about what that might be. Your social media is about letting people know that you can help them achieve their goal in life, or they they need a product or a service to do something that they want to do in their life. The internet and social media is your way of letting people know that you exist and letting people know that you can help them and how you're gonna do that. And even in some instances, the results. So setting your goals and objectives. Now, one really simple goal would be if you are somebody who is struggling to just produce the content and post, then it is important to be putting it in an important part of the day. And I literally half an hour ago, had a conversation with someone who is struggling to produce and post the content. And I said, set yourself the goal, one day a week, to do that is the very first thing when you start work. Because at the moment, he's kind of setting it for the end of the day, he gets busy reacting and doing other things, and then the the social media content just doesn't get produced. And weeks turn into months, turn into years, and there's no content going out. So setting yourself a goal, and the goal might be just to post once, once a week. You just one post on one platform, maybe it's Instagram or Facebook or, or an update to your website once a week. Setting yourself that production, productive metric is super important. And here at Best Practice in 2020, we set the goal of 100 posts a day. We didn't go home until, or we didn't stop work until, because we were all working from home, until we'd done those 100 posts. So I want you to think about that. The next thing is make sure you represent your business identity and values through your page and the things that are important. Now, the best way to do that is to just document what you're doing. Don't create. My recommendation is it's far easier to document content, just document what you're doing, take photos of what you're doing, record videos of what you're doing, record audio, write about what you're doing, and just document, don't create. Because when we're creating, we're kind of thinking about a fictitious person, but if you just document what you're doing, like we're recording a live video right now, and we've also got another camera that's just recording what we're doing like we've got a special event over the next couple of days we just keep a camera recording and it's the conversations and the smiles and the reaction and the things happening and it's it's almost like reality television that's what's happening here at best practice we're just documenting then if somebody says something intelligent he goes you know what it'd be really great if the audience could hear that we can crop that video out we can maybe write it as a written post for our website we can put it up as a video but we captured the moment so Capturing the moment and documenting what you're doing is super important. That's how you stay consistent with your brand and your content and your values. Um, There are other comments about what colours you use and what's your brand and style guideline. Don't get too hooked up on that. People do say, you know, use a consistent colour or that kind of stuff. That's when you start posting multiple times, people will keep seeing your colour. You know, it might be red or blue or yellow or green or whatever it might be. They will see that. That's your branding, but it's... that is only important if you have actually posted 100 times. So don't get too hung up on what colour I should use and what should be my theme. Let the audience decide that and let the audience des- decide what your kind of unique style is because I've, in the past, I've made decisions, right, let's go with blue, but then the audience didn't like blue and so we had to change it. So we got all hung up on deciding on blue and we wasted a day making a decision about a colour and then we, we ended up changing the colour down the track anyway. So... Don't get too hung up on it. Okay, Uh, utilize, I guess in terms of being successful, the one lesson I learned when I started posting a lot on YouTube seven years ago or eight years ago, uh, and that was regularly posting on YouTube, was that no one was watching. And the first people that saw my first videos were my friends and family, and some of their comments were harsh. When you get further down the track and you get a bigger audience, the comments become less harsh and they don't hurt as much. Um, And so what I want you to be thinking about is, getting in and just getting into a routine of posting. Now, I'm going to give you a secret right now, and thank you very much for persisting this far in the video. The secret that I've learned that has given me more success than anything else on social media is to focus initially on the, on the newest feature of the platform. So right now, as we record this video, if you're using LinkedIn, then LinkedIn polls are getting more organic reach, like more views than any other type of post. If I post a photo, it might get 200 views. If I post a PDF written article, it might get 300 views. If I post a written piece of text, just a text based like a Twitter tweet on LinkedIn, it might get 400 views. If I post a poll, it'll get 7,000 views. It, it is often seen by about 20% of my followers on LinkedIn. So right now, as we record this, towards the middle of 2022, I want you to focus on LinkedIn polls. If you do nothing else except one poll per week, you'll get a lot of eyeballs. Now, as far as Instagram is concerned, two things. Instagram Reels, Instagram is trying to compete with TikTok and so it's come up with Reels and also Facebook Stories. So if you're in the meta, so the Facebook, you know, the Facebook and Instagram environment, then Instagram Reels, and Facebook stories are getting the most views. So don't just post to your Facebook page because no one will see it. We've got 15,000 followers on Facebook or thereabouts 15,000 followers. We do a post on our Facebook page, it gets two views. It's ridiculous. It's almost dead. But if we post to the story, it shows the story to about 20% of our followers. So pick the newest feature. From an Instagram perspective right now, it's Reels. Uh, And to a certain extent, stories, but stories aren't going as well as they used to on Instagram. It's definitely Instagram Reels. Now, as far as TikTok goes, any kind of post on TikTok, um, TikTok right now, you have to be on the platform, set yourself up. It's early. Uh, Even though you think, what should I produce on TikTok? Go and have a look at my TikTok page, follow my TikTok page and see, I'm not doing stupid dances and crazy stuff on TikTok. I'm just doing these videos. We're cropping them and putting them up on my TikTok page and they're going quite well. So there's a lot of organic reach on TikTok. Um, And finally, YouTube Shorts. So YouTube Shorts, so if you're doing videos, like we're doing a YouTube video right now, I can tell you that YouTube Shorts are being pushed by YouTube. So Instagram is pushing Reels, YouTube is pushing Shorts, LinkedIn is pushing polls, and Twitter right now is going through a massive evolution because there's a lot of media attention to Twitter around Elon Musk looking at purchasing Twitter. Or trying to buy Twitter and improve Twitter because he has seen that's his favorite platform. They're saying that Twitter is the is the you know the town square of the internet. Now that may be the case in the United States. Congratulations if you're in the United States, but it's not the case here in Australia. It is a journalistic and political platform typically here in Australia that I've noticed. Um, I don't tend to get a lot of success on Twitter. I've I've kind of never really figured out the platform. Um, but pick the newest feature. So all I can say is my generic piece of advice is choose a platform that you're going to play with and then produce a piece of content on the newest feature. And just don't, lots of people ask me questions about scheduling software. Do you use a scheduling software and do you use that? Look, the reality is you're better off to produce the content and just press post straight away than kind of time when's the best time to go out. You won't know when is the best time to post unless you've posted a 100 times every day for a year and then you'll realize that it doesn't matter what time you post. So don't let someone give you advice, that oh, the best time to post is nine o'clock at night because everybody's on the couch consuming their content. You're just assuming that everybody's like you. The reality is we didn't see any difference in the time uh, when we were posting because the audience is global and everyone's in different time zones. And so don't worry about scheduling software, produce the content and post it. Then when you've got so much content, then you can use scheduling software to basically drip feed it out because you've produced too much. Like once you're producing 60 posts in over a couple of hours, you're not going to post that all at once. You're going to schedule it and it's going to go out slowly. So have a think about that. Okay. Um, The last thing is the internet is a popularity contest. Like it or not, it's a popularity contest and you need to get people's attention. It's about attention seeking and it's attention seeking for your business. And when you seek attention for your business, people make inquiries, you get to do the meaningful work that you do, which is provide the product or service. That means you get to do some selling. It means you get to close some deals and it means you get to make some profit. So I want you to understand that the longer you leave it from producing content, either from for yourself as a person or for your business, then you're missing out on opportunities. You're missing out on helping your business to work while you sleep um, and helping your career to progress while you sleep because people aren't finding out about you because you get the benefit of creating your post and sending it out onto the internet and maybe engaging with it um, but you also can get to go to sleep and you will still be making noise for yourself while you're asleep. The final note on posting is it's really important to engage and I see too many people posting and then not circling back and replying to comments and saying thank you and engaging with the people. So if you do have a post that's getting likes and getting content, uh, getting comments, then please go back and reply to those comments and comment against every comment. So uh, there have been times in the last two years where I've had to go through and reply to 600 comments. like. Literally every single comment I've gone and said, thank you, or like that, or thank you very much, or thanks for the insight, or thanks for your contribution to the discussion, and I've gone through and replied to every single comment. So a post that had 600 comments all of a sudden went to 1,200 comments because it was replying to everybody, and then that stimulated the discussion, and it perpetuated the post, and the post went viral. So you do need to be – don't just kind of put a post into a scheduling software – and post it and then forget about it. It's like sending a robot version of you to a party. The robot goes and gets to have fun on social media and you're off doing something else and you're missing out on all of the fun and the engagement with people. Um, Okay, so that's really all I kind of wanted to cover. I don't want to take up too much of your time with this live stream today. Um, uh, You're very welcome. Um, I'm more than happy to um, um, help you guys out there. I've got a couple of comments there coming in on LinkedIn and hopefully this has been helpful. If you guys do have questions, if anyone that's watching does have a particular question on how you can do it, um, what I do at here at Best Practice is I focus on producing a really big piece of content. This is how we make lots of pieces of content. So like for example, right now, I'm recording a big long video and then my team is going to splinter that video. So they'll take photos, They'll turn that into Instagram posts, photos of me talking. They'll listen to what I'm saying and they might write an article. They can download the subtitles and turn that into an article. They can, li- they can take strip the audio out of this recording and put it up on the podcast. And so what we basically do is we go through and we'll take a really big piece of content and splinter it down. So over the next two weeks, you'll see content from this particular video that's shot live basically going out to everybody. Um, We have got a few comments there, Luke, if you wouldn't mind scrolling for me. Um, If you guys have got questions, hopefully this has been super helpful. If you want to get some success on LinkedIn, because I'm getting some comments there on LinkedIn against the video right now, um, then um, focus on doing polls. Like just do an experiment today. So you guys that are watching that are live with me right now on, on LinkedIn, I can guarantee that if you post a photo or a comment or an article, it'll get a few views. But if you practice today and do a poll, Like go to post, like create a post, select poll, put in a couple of questions. That's going to be your most successful post this week. And that's going to work really well for you and help you to get some awareness. So uh, Diana and Jalal and uh, Kitati, I apologize if I've uh, pronounced your name incorrectly. You guys that are watching live on LinkedIn right now and that have just commented, um, hit the like button, hit the engagement button just to let me know that you're still watching. Um, Okay, just scroll down There's so, um What do I suggest for someone who just uh, set, a, uh, set up a consultancy? Uh, my advice to you is, um, so as a health and safety practitioner, I can see that in your, um, and Mark, you're very welcome. So anyone who's, um, who is watching uh, the live stream now on LinkedIn, more than happy to help you. So Jalal, my response to you for consultancy is, uh, jump onto Google, And um, Google and Aaron Jones, you're very welcome. Everyone, uh, you're all very welcome. So jump onto Google. This is relevant for you, Jalal, and probably you, Mark, um, and maybe even you, Aaron. Jump onto Google and Google something that one of your customers would Google. So um, how to do risk management, for example, or or how to do something that's your profession. What Google's going to give you in that result is a bunch of other questions that other people searched. You see it drop, you see it jump up in the template. There'll be like 10 other other people search this thing. Make a note of all of those questions and record one minute videos with the answer to that question. So write down the question. So this is for YouTube, for example, or even for LinkedIn. It might be how to do an OHS risk assessment or um, how to start your online entrepreneurial journey. Or um, um how to choose the right consultant or, um, you know, how to do workplace health and safety consulting in defense. So if you're a defense contractor and you're working out how to do OHS to satisfy defense, then listen up. I've got something to tell you. So have a look at those Google search results and then answer those questions in a video. Now, remember what I said earlier. Your first video is no one's going to watch. But if you can create a little thumbnail it's easy to do. So the free app, there's a free app called Canva. You can go into Canva and you can create YouTube thumbnails. And then you can create a YouTube video. And you can basically, you could even hit the live button on YouTube. So just open up your YouTube channel or your or your LinkedIn channel, press record, and, and write in the copy how to do an IH&S risk assessment or how to be uh, how to start your ontre- online entrepreneurial journey and, and start looking at the top. 20 most frequently asked questions a bunch of things are going to happen the first thing is you're going to start having video content that answers the most common questions that will be asked by your customers you've got answers to all of the frequently asked questions that you can put on your website you've got answers to those frequently asked questions for your youtube channel for example you've got answers to the frequently asked questions to write one answer to a question per week in an email newsletter So you can see very quickly how one video can turn into like five posts, and that's when we um, Canva. So, uh, Jalal, it's Canva. C-A-N-V-A is the name of the creative app. It's a free app. You can download it on a a smartphone. Canva, C-A-N-V for Victor, A Canva. Uh, That's the graphic app, and you can create thumbnails. You can create Instagram posts. It's a great little way to. Um, um, Luke's going to just post the link to Canva in the comments. He's just jumping on the dashboard. There, here comes the link. So um, hopefully that was helpful. So the top, go to Google, search, and think about the the twenty most, the twenty frequently asked questions, or even fifty frequently asked questions that that customers and people searching for you would ask. They're really simple questions, and record a video, write a blog article. Uh, do a Canva post, you know, tweet, you know, put it up on Twitter, put it on LinkedIn, put it on Instagram, the answer to that question. Luke's just dropped the link to Canva uh, in the comments there. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate, um, I appreciate you uh, writing Canva there. Uh, so um, hopefully this has been helpful. I'm here. Like if you guys have got more questions, um, I've got a great dashboard here. Um, this is where I can give you the most value. Um, you know, I started this consultancy practice in 2004 myself. Uh, we obviously turned it into a bunch of different business advisory and business coaching things and that's what we do here at Best Practice. But I've been in your shoes. In 2004, 2005, it was just me all by myself trying to record videos, trying to do consultancy work for clients, trying to you know pay bills, do invoicing, do sales, do everything myself. And now we've built that up to, to quite a large team and started a bunch of other businesses. So um, hopefully this has been helpful. So for you guys who are watching this right now, Um, you're welcome, Jalal. Um, uh, you're, you're very welcome. So thank you for the comments. So, um, if this is something like, if you know somebody else who's running their business, their own little business, who's like you share this, do me a favor and copy the link and share this video and tag them in the comments so that they can see it as well. Cause I want to help them to be successful. I want to help you to be successful. I want you to grow your business. I want you to be a success. Running a business is an incredibly rewarding experience, both in terms of being able to help people and also wealth building for you and your family. And that's what I want for you. So I'm here to give you advice and guidance. I wanna show you how I did it. And if you've got questions about how I did it and how I became successful on my journey, that's what I'm here for. So uh, we're back on track with our videos now. I just had a couple of weeks off for school holidays with my son and a bit of business freedom. Uh, We're back on deck, same time, same place. Uh, right here next time on Best Practice TV. Um, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to answer your questions. I'm here to help you guys. So please go right ahead and hit me with questions. So if you're not on our email list to get notifications, go to bestpractice.biz, this website. that's on my t-shirt and subscribe to the email list and we can get you out um, more content. Uh, Jalal, good point. They are sleeping. That's exactly right. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, please do me a favor, if you are following on LinkedIn, jump across and follow my Instagram page. That's Kobe Simmer, same handle, don't jump to Instagram. It's a great platform and we're testing some different stuff over on Instagram. Um, And obviously the YouTube channel is where we're doing our how-to videos. I did exactly that. I went to Google, I searched 300 frequently asked questions and they were my inspiration for videos. And that is what's giving me the most success on my YouTube channel. And I can see what is popular and what's not popular, but I did over 300 one minute videos on YouTube. I've got someone to help me make a little caption. I answered the question, the videos in one minute, uploaded them to my YouTube channel. If you fail at all of that, I'll give you one final secret piece of advice. The very best thing that you can do is get the YouTube app on a smartphone and go live and just keep going live once a week and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about and leave that on your YouTube channel and that is going to bring you attention for your business. That's the very best thing you can be doing. If you're not doing anything else, just focus on recording a live video on a YouTube channel or an Instagram page once a week and an audience will eventually find you. If you can't find time to do anything else, just do that. Okay, good luck on your journey. If you don't see me next week here on Best Practice TV, then you'll definitely see me all through the week on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Come to me next week with your questions. We're going to be running our old school. Our episode two will be next week of Ask Best Practice. We're going to have people in the studio. Everybody's busy today, so it's just us jumping in the studio to give you this quick video. But next week, we'll be back in the studio this time, same place, same time next week for Q&A, asking Kobe Simit and asking Best Practice. I wish you well, good luck on your search. I'll see you next week for questions and answers. I wanna help you to grow your business. I'll see you then, bye for now.